0: Welcome to the Function Well podcast, where we bring you our holistic view on fitness, covering mindset, nutrition, movement, and restoration to help you perform at your peak, not just in the gym, but in all aspects of life. Sit back and relax as we bring you inspirational members, coaches, and practitioners from the Function Well community and special guests. Today here we have Sam and Simon Budworth, welcome gentlemen. Thank you you very much. Big welcome.
1: Good to be here. Friday, lovely to be here on
0: Friday afternoon.
1: Yep. It's raining, it's Netflix time, we're in here together. Yep. So,
0: today we are going to talk about all things powerlifting with the boys. Yeah buddy. Yep. So I guess today we'll start with you Sammy. Yep. Your powerlifting career thus far? Mm-hmm. How long ago did you love
1: affair with it start? So, I've probably been doing competitions for a good six years now. I think it's coming up into my sixth year now. Um, yeah, so basically, when I first started in the industry, my mentor, who kind of took me under his wing to teach me more about personal training and health and fitness, and training systems and all the rest. He was actually a member of a powerful gym, so it didn't take long for me to end up training with him down there, not really thinking anything of it. And then, um, because he was doing competitions, it didn't take long for him to book me in one, and then it was kind of the rest is history, and it kind of all started from there. So yeah, that would have been about six years ago, back in the day when I was a... Younger than Snapper. You're probably a little bit smaller than you are It's A little bit smaller, <laughs> just a couple of kilos times twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: I guess way back then, what was your first
1: attraction to the sport? I think back then it was this idea of progression. Um, I was pretty new to in the industry, so I, I didn't really know actually much about the squat, bench, and deadlift. So initially, it was like I started just refining the technique on on those three lifts and the, the technical progression on those. And then I think after the after the first comp, it really kind of hit me that it was something that I could do as a hobby for one, and really do as something that I would enjoy. Uh, the comp was a big experience because it was just this big adrenaline rush of people yelling and screaming at you, and then you're in the back room with people you don't know, and everyone's getting behind each other, so that was a big kind of catalyst for me to get a bit addicted to it. Wasn't that at the Glen Hotel, the first
2: one, your first come?
1: The first hotel was at the Springwood Hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a bit dodgy, but it was, it was good. There were some, some characters around in the crowd mm-hmm. that weren't there for powerlifting. But it um, kind of made it a bit weird and then I kind of knew that it was, it was meant, meant to be. Um, but yeah, it started off with this, this big adrenaline rush and this, this big event that, um, yeah, it was really addicting. And you kind of chase, you always chase the next one. Um, and also, because I was used to play footy, it was kind of this blend of being involved in a sport that was more geared towards training and what I was doing for work as well so yeah that was, that was part of it well
0: and, and I've had the pleasure of seeing you in a competition once um and I haven't been to a lot of powerlifting competitions but it definitely seems like it is a very encouraging communal atmosphere despite the fact that you know it is a individual sport yeah it seems like everybody there, correct me if I'm wrong, but everybody gets behind each other and wants the best yeah, for,
1: sure. for each other, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's definitely right. Even people like you're going up against or you know, your competition on that day, it's often that you'll be going toe-to-toe with them and you're cheering each other on in between lifts and, and you're getting behind each other. It's, um, yeah, it's a real big sense of community in each competition and... And it's very much friendly, which is what you wouldn't expect from a stereotypical beefcake powerlifter. That's very you know high testosterone and yelling and screaming. And obviously, is a bit
2: of that, but it, it's very much the complete opposite. Yeah, you don't you don't want to see anyone fail, even the guys you're competing with. You, know, you don't want to see them fail on the lift. Yeah. you're encouraging them to, to make a lift every time. Mm. Yeah, and I guess. You know, it's daunting as well because
0: you're lifting some heavy steel and Mm. you don't want anybody to be in a position, I guess, where, you know, they're going to get hurt. That's Mm. right. Mm. Um, Cool. So, I mean, from there, I guess, you know, have you found found any points throughout the last six years where you've wanted to move away from it or have you just found that... You've got
1: to continue that journey. There's definitely something that yeah. sounds addictive about. Yeah. It's very much addictive. Of course, I have my moments where, you know, I've dabbled in something else. The odd CrossFit competition or the odd one Metcon, which will do me for a year. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's very much addictive. You get hooked on this idea of progression. So, like, you're always chasing that next number, the next PB. Um, whether it's that one rep max or just the rep work you're doing in training, and that's what's the most um, mentally stimulating, I guess, is because yeah, each week you know you're, you're coming into the gym and yeah, you've got your bad days and you know your good days, but nine times out of ten you're walking out of there with this sense of accomplishment, um, because you know you're, you're always progressing, you always want to do more with the style of training it's it's very much this idea of progressive overload which is very important you know, no matter what training style you're doing um, you want to be always continuously trying to do more and that's very much what powerlifting I guess is about is this this pursuit of strength and this pursuit of you know slowly getting stronger and stronger and then I suppose from
0: that you know what do you feel like in terms of the mental benefits that it's
1: had on you personally oh it's it's massive. I think it's it's one of those things where when I have a competition booked in, it almost kind of grounds me. Um, you know, we all have stresses and whatever else, but when you have just that one thing to focus on, where you can come in and you know, you know, you're working on yourself. Um, yeah, like I said before, when you're walking out of the gym, you're always most of the time having this sense of accomplishment and that, yeah, you're bettering yourself, mentally and, um, and physically, you
2: know, it can be quite consuming when you know you're eight weeks away from a coma, just constantly in your mind. Yeah, that's,
1: you do go through a lot of mental battles within yourself, you know, you're always in your own head, right up to the moment where you, you do the lift, can I even do this? Am I strong enough? So you're always kind of battling this little voice in your head which is telling you, yeah, you're not, you're not strong enough. And that's probably one of the most challenging things, but at the same time it's also the most rewarding because when you do get it, that's, that's when you really feel on top of the world.
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, ultimately you seem like you've got to battle your own mind because you're always lifting weight eventually that you've never done before. Yeah, yeah. And there's something obviously very gratifying about that experience. Yeah, especially in competition. Like in
1: training, of course, if you're progressing pretty well, you're going to come across weights you haven't done before. But a lot of the time, it'll be in a competition where you're facing the weights you haven't, you haven't touched before. Yeah. Um, back to my last comp last year in July... Um, Coming into it, my best squat was 260. So in training, it was a slow build-up. I think I finished my last heavy week doing 260 for two. So although that was a PB at the time, I still hadn't done any more than that. So in the comp, my first squat, so you get three three lifts um, on each squat, bench and deadlift. My first squat was 260 kilos. Which of course knew I could do. I'd done two a week, two weeks before, so it was, it was in the bag. But then my second attempt was 270, so straight away there was this little whisper, of, oh, it's ten kilos more. What's going to happen here? And then locked it in. And then third attempt, 280. All of a sudden, you're just talking to yourself, oh, this is 20 kilos more than I've done before today, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's this, yeah, it's this really big. Mental battle. Even if everything's gone really perfect, your training's been awesome, no niggles. Um, you're always going to have that little little whisper in the back of your mind. Yeah. That was a bit of self doubt. I'm lifting something you haven't lifted before. And I guess from there, I mean,
0: Simon, how did you get into the sport? Was it? Did you, you
2: know, was it from seeing Sam? Yeah, I sort of fell into it. I was training with Sam. Probably started about six years ago. Bike was, yeah. And uh, did that for about three years. Best part of three years, and then I watched Sam go around a couple of competitions, and I thought, you know, "Right, he wouldn't mind I'm a it that himself." And um, he went overseas. 2017, I did my first comp at um, strength, strength Sports Gym. Sports Gym, yeah. it yeah. Way. So Sam was away on holidays, and I thought, it, I'll, I'll enter this competition, and when he comes back, I'll spring it on him, and, all, and he can start training me for it." And um, yeah, he did a bit of program for me, and I got up there and put the lifting cinder on and had a crack. And yeah, it was quite daunting, but got through that. And From then, it was a matter of um, just looking for another competition because I just loved it so much. Just got the ball. Yeah, yeah, so rewarding. Yeah. I still, um, I still remember
1: before you first squat that little freak you had. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was almost in tears. It I, was. Um... I was,
2: I was shaking. I was almost in tears. Yeah. Thinking. Right, I'm going to do this. No. It's such a small. The gym was so small, and you walk out from behind. it we, you do know, you your warm up, and you walk out, and you're right in front of the judge, but far away as you are, and all these people behind. It, and I can't do this. I'm right, gonna like fail. Well, and, and like it, it, would be a pretty
1: intense atmosphere. Yeah, and, and you're out there on that podium by yourself. Yeah, it? it's very high stress, especially in a lot of the gyms with the local competitions, because they're mostly small powerlifting gyms, yeah. Yeah. it's a bit chaotic back in the, in the warm-up room. Everyone's shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, Chucking weights up and down. There's weights banging, there's no, people big. freaking out because they want to get all their warm-ups in, and, yeah. and it's so hard to block that out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably, in my experience of
0: seeing fighters warm up, yeah. Before they're going to go out into the ring and just seeing that stress that they're going under and that self doubt, it it seems mm-hmm. like it would be very similar. Yeah. And and probably trying to have to negate that stress that's in the room internally yeah. and then just get out there and get it done would yeah.
1: be definitely it, challenging. There's probably really nothing more nerve-wracking that you might have done, mm, no, and yeah. even myself, like, no. thinking back to my first comp, that very first squad, because that's the first exercise, mm, mm. when you haven't done a comp before, it's
2: really, mm. really, really nerve-wracking, yeah. like. Because everything I've done before, and it's, uh, it's a team game, uh, you know, you play, I play football, soccer, really yeah. play cricket, even though you go out and you for yourself, you know, you're still in a team environment, and if you fail, you know, go the guy at the end might like, smash a 50 or something, so it's just you up there and uh, you with the weight on the back of you, you know, on your back trying to lift it up off the ground and mm. I mean my biggest fear for that first competition was letting him down right mm. and yeah, uh, you know, I guess how
0: what, what do you feel like you've got out of mentally talking uh, about you know it's,
2: it's obviously had a very strong impact on you it has yeah, yeah. I mean I've done four competitions now I've done two Masters uh, two local competitions, uh, there's a masters coming up at the end of September, subject to what's going on in the world at the minute. Yep. Um, but just yeah, just that confidence, just in your day-to-day confidence, and it gives you the strength to get through all the all the shit that goes on in your life at work and various things, you know. And uh, it just gives me something to focus on during the week. Come down here and I do three sessions with Sam and, and he's big three, and he, he, he works, writes his programs for me, and I look through them. So it's just a sense of confidence and achievement um, well look, by, by the sounds of it if you can
0: get through that kind of competition stress it makes yeah. uh, you know there'll be
2: intense carryover <laughs> into other areas of your there, life. there is yeah just mentally yeah, mentally stronger um, obviously physically stronger yeah um, it was 100 kilos just when I started training with Sam about 6 years ago that was a trillion I was only going to train with him for about 8 weeks drop some weight and see what it, you know, still like, and then kept going with him, and then, as I said before, so compete and Thought maybe I can do that, you know, even at sixty years of age. Six years later, still my yeah. most dedicated, still founding member, founding yeah. client. It yeah. just yeah. gives you a sense of purpose too, because I'm the sort of person like I've always been competitive, and, and whilst chicken, whilst this, you know, you really. Yeah. Compared to what you previously did. Yeah.
1: Even like when I've finished comps and people ask you what you place and, and all of that, I don't even really like talking about it because although it is a competition and yeah, the bigger ones, you know, you, you might be going against three, four, five other people, it's it's definitely yeah, it's you against you. That's that's the big
0: battle. Well yeah, I think I think it's Henry Rollins that talks about talks about training and the fact that, you know, all these other things can vary in your life, but 100 kilos is always going to be 100 kilos, so yeah. mm, sure. you can always count on the fact that, you know, if you're getting stronger, yeah. that there's going to be this carryover, and that it's one thing you can depend on. Yeah, yeah. Um, how would you say it is, do you, Do you feel like your bond as father and son has grown stronger because you share this yeah, experience? So.
2: Yeah, I think it has to. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, staying connected. Yeah.
1: Keep you in touch. Obviously, it's that contact three times a week, but it's those experiences that we've shared together, like, yeah. just going back to that first comp, like, going through that together and then almost like a bit of roller reversal, you know, where yeah. he's looking up to me for so many years of yeah. my life and taking me to rugby games, cheering me up when I'm upset about my performance, and then, actually I remember at the time I was, it was feeling weird, because yeah, it was just like this complete roller-versal mm-hmm. where all of a sudden I was like, yeah. the father figure, yeah. <laughs> almost. Yeah. And I was the one looking after him.
2: Right. <laughs> I was like, son was supposed to follow his father's footsteps Yeah, the other way around. Yeah, it's, it's been the yeah. other way around. That's, that's,
0: there's something beautiful about that too, right? Yeah. The fact that, you know, and obviously you can support each other in it. Yeah. Mm. There's, you know, there's obviously
2: something. We actually competed together last December. Yeah. Nine underground. yeah. Even though Sammy didn't do the squat because he had a bit of pain in his knees, so he did the, the push-pull, the, um, Yeah, it's nice to bench and deadlift, yep. yeah. And I did the three, but it was the same meet, the same competition. Yeah, you got at the same time. Yeah, uh, getting changed <laughs> in the back of the back at the same time. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Both in the,
1: the light grid together. Yeah. <laughs> Telling him to take his shirt off for his last deadlift, yeah. get the pipes out. Yeah. You get him out? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Oh, very <laughs> good.
2: I had a promise because Sam was lifting. I got another block, Dad to run me through. And um, when it came to the deadlift, the goal was to get a double body weight, which was 1 188, because I competed at 94. i on probably 190, but I thought 188, so right, I'll get a double. And I uh, said to Dad, I said, look, okay, if I get that, I look like at two hundred. <laughs> I did, yeah. but I didn't get it. I got it to my knees, and that's as far as it yeah. went. And, uh, it, it felt, it came up quite easy actually. So I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get getting it up. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But, no, it's good. It gives you a sense of purpose, like I said. And mentally, I'm a lot stronger. Physically, obviously, a lot stronger. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I first started with Sam, I probably struggled to lift myself off the bed, let alone you know, 188 kilos. Of how does, how does your body feel because of that? Good, yeah, a lot better. Yeah, I've got a few niggles here and there. As, obviously, as everyone has, whether you're 25 or 62, you know, you're still going to get the niggles when you're lifting heavy weights. Yeah, cool. Uh, but it's about managing that. and yeah. Uh, yeah. Certainly a lot stronger. I mean, body composition's changed. Even though my weight's gone back up, I'm probably 95 kilos at the minute. Yeah. Um But uh, the body composition's changed completely.
0: And that's probably part of the process, right? Like, obviously, learning your body. Mm-hmm. and learning how to get it to peak at the right times and all those things. But, you mm-hmm. know, you're obviously going to get sore from yeah. moving that sort of yeah. weight and that, that's probably
2: part of the attraction as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the good thing with Sam is Big 3 is, like, it's a structured program. It's eight weeks, but mostly eight weeks. Um, and, you know, you've got your program weights and you know it's going to get heavy towards the end, so mentally you're conditioning yourself for the, the big two lifts or the big three lifts at the end getting ready for programming for your big one lift in your so Yeah, yeah. It's, it's structured and you know what you're doing from that start of the 8 weeks to the end yeah. of the 8 weeks I think that's a big part just going back into
1: powerlifting is it's it's very much structured a very much structured style of training so you know the, the programming you know you've always got this plan of attack come up like I was going saying before is that you know, you're coming in each week and you've got this goal of what to hit and then you know, in so many other weeks' time that you're going to be trying to lift this. So, you know, you, you always got this plan of attack so many weeks out where, you know, you're striving to hit those numbers. And again, that plays on with the little mental battle you go through. But each week when you knock off knock off the target, yeah, you, you're getting that sense of accomplishment and building that confidence for the next week and the next week and the next week. Um, but, yeah, powerlifting is very much like a linear style training so you know you want to make sure that you're peaking for your performance you know you start at a weights you give you a chance to build that foundation before you're progressing um, to heavier so you're giving me a chance for that body to adapt and mm-hmm.
2: yeah just slowly slowly progressing starting with the end in mind so you know your goal might be for me for example in six weeks time seven weeks time would be a 200 kilo deadlift so that's what you that's what you've got that's what your goal is and that's what you start working towards at the no, you yep. get the so you can, yeah, you can work back and, mm-hmm. and go from there. And I guess, you know,
0: I've seen with you, Sam, with the advent of the Big Three program, and the fact that you seem to be really keen on getting people to experience all of those, you know, positive mental and physical benefits of powerlifting. Do you want to talk a little bit about how, you know, that's
1: influenced your Way of coaching and training clients. Yeah, definitely. I think um, obviously because I know how much I get out of it, and getting dad into powerlifting as well, and seeing how much how he's gotten out of it. Um, Yeah, the the big free program is obviously structured for that powerlifting style of training. Um, But what I get most out of it is yeah, seeing people go through those same mental wins. I think the biggest thing is just from previous episodes is yes, when there's those little moments where people realise how much they can actually lift and you just see their demeanour and the way they hold themselves, you know, that chest is a little bit prouder, they've got this little glow about them and it's this yeah, this ray of um, ray of positivity and confidence. That's um, that's the biggest one I get for myself out of my out of my coaching is yeah, the, the body composition changes and, you know, the increase in muscle mass and and getting people to live that healthier lifestyle, but it's, it's the mental wins which is probably the most rewarding as a coach. Yeah, for sure.
0: And it, and it seems like it's quite infectious yeah. from looking on, like the fact that obviously people come in and they're, you know, they're they're not feeling super confident in themselves and then aren't sure what they're able to actually do physically, and then to be able to turn up week after week, like, people that you train seem to be pumped up about going in and hitting bigger numbers yeah. every week.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, again, it's that, you get this stuck in this chase of always wanting more, yeah, because you know you've done so much one week, you know, you're always wanting to do that next little bit more, yeah, next little bit more, Slow, slowly, um, and it might only be five kilos, but, you know, it's
2: it's a... Uh, Progression. Yeah, it's five like,
0: kilos, you know, over the course of the year, if you
2: keep adding five kilos eventually, yeah. you know, it's quite a big number. Yeah, I mean, I think I average about 10 to 15 kilos across the three lifts in the comps that I do. So it might not be you know, baby steps for me, but it's again, I'm super confident with the way that I've done, you know, uh, progressed. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Exciting. Mm. Well, boys.
0: Very good. I kind of want to go and lift some shit. You want to go and squat that? Have a lovely weekend.
1: Me too. I'm no, gonna we'll do some bench. We're gonna actually go train some bench press now. Yes. <laughs> Have <laughs> fun, boys. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Good